0: Welcome to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold secrets of the C-suite. I will be speaking with industry leaders on hot and trending topics. Enjoy the podcast. Today we have with us Andrew McCarthy edwards He's the group CEO with Nowcoms Asia. Andrew, great to have you with us today. And you're going to talk about B2B events the way forward after the pandemic. How are you today?
1: I'm very well. It's great to be talking to you. Thank you.
0: That's fantastic. Would you like to start by introducing yourself to the listeners?
1: Yeah, sure. Um so as you said, my name's Andrew MacArthur Edwards. Um I head up and have for some time now a company I founded, which is um at now communications group or Originally known as Nowcoms Asia. We have three offices around this region here in Singapore, another one in Malaysia, another one in Thailand, and we have affiliates here, all right around throughout Asia, which allows us to deliver for people right, right around those areas. Um, my background is actually theatre many years ago, so I come from a theatrical background. Uh, I've worked in this industry now, a B2B marketing industry for Ooh, 30 years or so. So a, a fair, a fair chunk of time since I've moved over. And, um, yeah, the, the company itself has, is, is grown. Uh, we're, we're about 65 people around the region at this point. Um, and, uh, and we're still growing We're fading to Japan and Australia soon as well. Uh, and, uh, have a, a fantastic team who deliver wonderful work for a lot of, of the MMCs who are our major client base.
0: That's great, Andrew. Obviously, this is a topic exciting for me, B2B events, uh, and I'm so happy to be able to attend events now in person as well. There's been a lot of energy in the community recently around events. I'm planning for plenty of more events, Christmas events, Christmas parties are back on again. So this is indeed an exciting topic. So, Andrew, tell me, what is this all about?
1: Well, you know, I I think we've seen... A major shift obviously happened over the two years of the pandemic, uh, in terms of we, we couldn't do these events and we couldn't be face to face. And I looked at it and I look back on it and go, is it actually the, the disruption that we needed to have is this the break we needed to have to rethink out the way we approach this from from the the hospitality, the hosting, the travel, the the hotels, etc. All of these things were greatly affected and had to rethink the way they approached it. Now, for us, it was actually ended up being a great time over the pandemic because we reacted incredibly fast. We pivoted the business. Um, I would say virtually overnight, but but, um within within weeks, we'd moved to being able to help people still speak to their audiences without that operation uh, opportunity to speak to them face to face. So creating an online format and taking those things online. And for us, that meant we grew to three, four times the scale that we had been over that period. We've built studios, we we set ourselves up to help people deliver. But we always built it knowing that, Again, we would be able to speak face-to-face. This was not going to last forever. So we knew that what we were discovering was new technologies and new ways of talking to people that could filter it and become part of the way we do events when we see each other in person as well. So we now deal in what a lot of people are calling hybrid events, so where where the event is partially live and partially online. We're doing a lot of events where we can now Take audience groups who say you, you you have offices in six countries. travel is still very difficult. you've got you know so you end up with sixty six groups of fifty people who want to communicate, want to be together, but can't come together. As the full 300. So we're now connecting events together. So events are no longer about a singular place, they're about multiple places and bringing people together and joining together into one mass event. So I think, you know, this, the way technology has, has been allowed to suddenly mature over this period and has allowed us to find new ways to grab it to help us um, project and create better communication between events is really quite astounding.
0: Yes, I completely agree with you. And Andrew, at EGN, obviously, we also had to pivot online. We are now looking forward to going back in person. But as you say, yes, it's a wonderful opportunity to create uh, multiple events and connect them together with the help of technology. Uh, So that is many, many opportunities now. And people are coming together. We have been missing the human interaction. And members uh, of EGN, where we have events, are so happy to come together again. Anything else you want to share about uh, B two B events as the way forward?
1: Yeah, well, I think it's it's interesting. Now, how do we look at which type of events should be done, which way? We have more options to us. No event is it is you know, or every event is different and some really require the face-to-face interaction and some require the accessibility of being more online so people don't have to go in there. We're finding that, that people are less inclined to go down to something for a couple of hours where they could just log in from home and do the same thing. So we're finding that we're getting different audience profiles and different styles and making sure we're choosing the right style of event for the right groups of people. What I hope this is going to mean is that we have better quality events for each type of events. So we'll see better quality online events because they'll be competing against all the other ways of doing things that they'll allow for greater interaction. And we're seeing that, that when we do do an online event, it has to make sure it feels worthwhile to people to join in that way when we do a live event we have to make sure that people have a reason to go oh yeah i want to be there i don't want to sit at home and watch this there's a reason that's networking it's the it's the closeness to the code to the information it's being able to understand and ask questions uh in a very fluid manner which is which is more difficult online so we need to think about both those things and also again as i said the inclusivity factor um we find you know events now because they cross many countries having um translation services that are built in so that so that when they hold an event it's automatically translating to all the other languages that people want to hear and that's all happening as the event goes whether in person or online
0: Hmm, that makes sense Andrea. and i'm hearing by the way that the hotel rates in singapore now are the highest that they have been for 10 years that shows me or tells me at least that you know All the companies are flying in, the executives from the region. They have perhaps uh, the sales kickoffs, which has been overdue in person for a few years. I'm hearing similar signals from my mother country in Sweden, where all basically all event halls and conference rooms are fully booked for the rest of the year. The speakers are fully booked and so on. So it seems like perhaps the budgets were not really touched for a while. And now they see also it's almost the end of the year. We better get going now. So what do you think the company should do here? Where should they spend the resources?
1: Look, it is tricky because it's an industry which has been on hiatus for two years and hasn't picked back up again. So when I'm meeting with hoteliers, which I do, I was... Uh, Recently, Republic Polytechnic for their 25th birthday, uh, a meeting with a lot of other senior hoteliers and other people talking about where it was going. And we're all talking about the problem of just having staff and bringing people in because so many people have been lost over that period of time. And um, so the difficulty everyone's having is making sure they can provide the services and they can do it well. Um, I, I think you know, obviously there's a really strong desire at the moment to reconnect in person and everybody is, we're seeing a a gigantic upshift which we fully expected and predicted as we came out of this pandemic that there'll be a a major desire to get back together. Um, The the costs are higher now because of the the cost of travel, the cost of hotels, all those things are higher Um, but everybody really wants to do it. So they're seeing an emphasis there. I think this is going to happen for us for the next probably year or so. We're going to see a real uptick. Um, All of the annual event cycles will all go through. And then the CFOs and the businesses are going to be having a good hard look at it and a good hard look at the spend and going, well, wait a moment. Over the pandemic, you were doing this for about six times less than you're doing it now um, on average in terms of this cost. And yeah, okay, the return on investment may not have been quite as good um, in a purely numbers place, but based on the percentages wise, you were doing a lot better when you were doing a lot more of these things online. And I hope that that will again mean that we are seeing really targeted events that really give a real reason to be there, that there's a, a lot more thought put into making sure the quality of the event is very, very strong. Um, again, for each of the different ways that you can do events.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And what would you say have changed this year then,
1: Andrew? <laughs> this year's uh, a... <laughs> a uh, fantastically exciting year in terms of the new things it's bringing in and, and just the excitement to see everything opening back up. I mean, we we all love being face-to-face. We all, you know, I would love to be sitting in the studio with you having this conversation, not doing it from, from a separate room. But again, it's not necessary to do that. And We found these new ways of doing things and these new ways of connecting. So I think um, the way that we're now discovering that we can combine all the new knowledge that we gained, all the new technology that came online, all the more uh, accessible of that technology you know when i did a hybrid event for the first time back in the year 2000 we were connecting via satellites we were um we were paying horrendous costs for satellite time it was um you know 4 000 audience but it took 500 staff to make the whole thing happen between the, the six venues we were joining together at the time um now i can stream for very for four cents instead of tens of thousands of dollars um and we're seeing the use for that um i think it's this is another transition period this is a transition period where we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go so strongly back on the way we used to do it and then realize that we need to rethink the way we used to do it and take the best of what we learned and combine that and take that forward and uh and i think we're going to be seeing that across more and more events in in more and more places
0: I believe so as well. I think uh, it go from one extreme to the other, and then we will eventually find the middle path. Uh, and this seems to be the way. So, Andrew, then finally here, we're coming to the end of our chat today about this, but I wanted to know, know basically, how can a company use B2B events as a competitive edge?
1: Uh, there's absolutely no doubt that any messages getting across the messages works better in an event when you get to face-to-face time with people. And we know that it forms a major part of how people close deals, how people create opportunities to discuss things in detail. So it's always going to be there. So making sure that you, when you put together your B2B event, you really think about What is the engagement factor for the audience? What is the reason why the audience are going to be there? What are all the points that we're going to use to get them, to get our message across and make sure that we move them forward in in that sales cycle or in that marketing cycle? We like to say here that our job is to take an audience from where they are to where you need them to be. So if you don't know the starting point for your audience, if you don't know what they're thinking now. You 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 can't have a successful event or any form of marketing for that matter. You've got to know what it is you're trying to achieve, where your audience is now, and then work out the correct steps to get there, to take them on the same journey that you've already got on. You know, nobody decided one day that they were going to have a whole new way of doing things or launch a new product to do it. They took time to do that. And they have reasons why that product will come to market or why they're going to change the way they operate. Events give a wonderful opportunity to help their audience take that same journey, not over months, but over hours or days. So they can also take the journey and go from a position of not understanding why something is necessary to making it a big part of what they have and where they're going.
0: Yes, I like that. Thanks for sharing those tips there, Andrew. And if someone wants to continue this dialogue with you or perhaps arrange a B2B event, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Look, they can they can always go to our website nowcoms.asia. So it's uh, so that's two m's in nowcoms.asia, uh and and find link uh, find details in there or just reach out to me on LinkedIn. So it's Andrew MacArthur Edwards, as you saw. I'm the only MacArthur Edwards, the only Andrew MacArthur Edwards in the world makes it easy, easy to find me. Um uh, please just reach out and um and I'm sure we can we can find a way to to really do your event for you in a, in a kind of different way, which is kind of what we're known here for.
0: That's fantastic, Andrew. I'm looking forward myself to seeing you at some of our upcoming events. I will have a breakfast meeting myself, a face-to-face event tomorrow. And I'm looking forward to seeing you at one of the upcoming ones.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold Secret of the C-suite.